0: Namo Bodhaya, Welcome back to Monks in the Morning from Dhamma Friends of Mahameunawa. I'm so glad that you're joining us so we can spend time together now as Kalyanamitta. Do you remember that word? Kalyanamitta? It means a special kind of friend who likes to help us practice the Supreme Buddhist teachings. And that's what we're going to do together today, practice the Supreme Buddhist teachings. It's really hard to find people in the world to help us practice the Dhamma, so we can be happy knowing that we've found this rare opportunity. It's so important to have friends like all of you, so we can encourage each other to make the effort while we can to learn and live by the Supreme Buddha's teachings. You know, when the Supreme Buddha talked about Kalyanamitta, he said that of all the people that can be a good friend to us, the Supreme Buddha is the best. Because without him, we wouldn't know about the Four Noble Truths and the Noble Eightfold Path. We wouldn't understand the reason that life is full of problems, would we? Today, we'll hear about two people. one person gave up the chance to have the Supreme Buddha as a good friend and one person who took full advantage of her opportunity to learn from the Buddha. We'll also chant some verses of mindfulness of death, so get your chanting book ready if you have one, or click on the show notes link to download or read together with us online. Now let's go for refuge and take the five precepts.
1: Sadhu Sādhu, Sādhu Namo tasse bhagvato arehato Sama sambuddhase Namo tasse bhagvato arehato Sama sambuddhase Namotasse bhagavato arehato samma sambuddhase buddhang sare nang gacchami dhammang sare gacchami sanghang sare gacchami dutiyam pi buddhaṃ saraṇaṃ gacchāmi dutiyam pi dhammaṃ saraṇaṃ gacchāmi dutiyam pi saṅghaṃ saraṇaṃ gacchāmi buddhaṃ saraṇaṃ Gacchami, me Tatiampi dhammang saranang. Gatcha Tatiampi sanghang saranang. Sadu sadu sadu. Say after me, I observe the precept of abstaining from killing beings. I observe the precept of abstaining from stealing. I observe the precept of Abstaining from sexual misconduct. I observe the precept of Abstaining from telling lies. I observe the precept of Abstaining from taking, Intoxicating drinks and drugs, With the refuge of the noble triple gem, I observe these precepts, For happiness in this life. For rebirth in heaven. To escape from the sufferings of samsara. May it help me. May it. Be a blessing. Sadhu, sadhu, sadhu.
0: Namotasya bhagavato arahato Sama Homage to the Blessed One the worthy one, the supremely enlightened one. Sadhu, sadhu, sadhu. Namo Buddha. So, recently, we've been thinking quite a bit about attachment and being attached to things that we really like. Now, the Supreme Buddha explained very clearly that this kind of attachment is. problem. Because anything that we could be attached to is going to change. And the things that we like the most are the very things that can cause us the most problems when we get attached to them. So it reminded me of something that happened in the time of the Supreme Buddha when he was alive and living in Savati. There was a man whose only son had passed away. And when this man's son died, He got very upset, and he couldn't think of doing any work. All he could do all day long was cry and go to the cemetery. So, fortunately, this man had the chance to go to the Supreme Buddha. And when he went there, the Supreme Buddha asked him, saying, Sir, why? uh, You look terrible. What's happening? And the man says, "Uh, Bhante, of course I look terrible, because... My only son just died." And the Supreme Buddha says, Ah, yes, that's true. The people that we love are a cause of suffering in our lives. Because of the people that we love, we have to suffer and cry and be sad. And when the man heard this, unfortunately, his mind wasn't confident enough in the Supreme Buddha. And so he said, Bhante, that's ridiculous. Our loved ones are a source of happiness. It's because of our loved ones that we get to be happy. And being unhappy with what the Supreme Buddha said, he left the monastery. And on his way home, he ran into some gamblers. And they asked him what he had been doing. And the man said, well, I went to the Supreme Buddha. And he tried to convince me that... Our loved ones, the people that we love so much, are a cause of suffering in our lives. And the gambler said, oh, that sounds crazy. The people that we love are a source of happiness. And the man thought, "Ah, these gamblers are right. I agree with the gamblers. So this poor man, he agreed with gamblers and not the supreme Buddha. So, you know, these gamblers, they like to gossip. And eventually... The whole town heard about this incident with the man whose son who had passed away and the Supreme Buddha. So eventually, King Pasenadi heard about this. And this was before King Pasenadi was a disciple of the Supreme Buddha. But his wife, Mallika, was a disciple of the Supreme Buddha. So King Pasenadi called in his wife, Queen Mallika and said, so what's what's going on with this? The Supreme Buddha says that our loved ones are a cause of suffering in our lives, a cause of sadness and crying. What does that mean? And Malika said, well, whatever it means, if the Supreme Buddha said it, then it's true. And when King Pasenadi heard this, he got upset. He said, oh, Mallika, you agree with everything that the Supreme Buddha says. Whether you understand it or not, you're just like a, a student who likes to say, yes, teacher, yes, teacher, yes, teacher, right? What we call nowadays a teacher's pet. So he criticizes her and kicks her out of the room, says, I don't want to talk to you. So because Queen Malika had a lot of confidence in the Supreme Buddha, she did the right thing. She thought, okay, I need to find out what the Supreme Buddha meant. Now, this man that had gone to see the Supreme Buddha, even though he was in front of the Supreme Buddha, he didn't think, oh, what, uh, what the Buddha just taught me doesn't make any sense. I should ask him what he means. The man didn't think that too. He just immediately criticized the Supreme Buddha, saying, oh, that's not true, you're not right. That's, uh, that's not how the world works. But this Queen Mallika... Even though she was far from the Buddha at that moment, she thought, okay, let me get an answer. Let me ask a good question. And that's exactly what she did. She sent one of her uh, employees to go to the Supreme Buddha, explain the whole situation, and ask what the Supreme Buddha meant. So this man from the palace went to the Supreme Buddha, bowed down, paid respects, and said, Bhante, here's what's been happening. Can you tell me, what do you mean? when you say that our loved ones are a cause of suffering and crying and sadness in our lives. And the Supreme Buddha said, Yes, that's true, I did say that, and this is what I mean. Once, here in this very city of Savati, there was a woman whose mother passed away. And because her mother passed away, she she went crazy with grief. She got so sad, she couldn't do anything. The only thing that she could do was walk all over the city, asking everyone that she saw, have you seen my mother? Where's my mother? Help me find my mother. Right? Her mother had passed away, but she couldn't bear that thought. This person that she loved so much caused her so much suffering that she lost her mind. The Supreme Buddha said, in this city of Savati, there was once a woman who lost her father, another woman who lost her son, who lost her daughter, another woman who lost her husband, and she went crazy with sadness because of that. She lost her mind. And that's the reason that I say that uh, this suffering comes from the people that we love so much. The Supreme Buddha said, In the same way, there was a man whose mother died, a man whose father died, a man whose children, wife, passed away. And because of that, he became so sad that he lost his mind. He went around asking people in the city, have you seen my relative? Do you know where my relative is? I miss them so much. Help me find them. Right? No one could help that man. And he didn't realize that it was his attachment that caused him to be so upset. So when Malika's employee found out all this information, he went right back to the palace and explained it all to Malika, And of course, she understood very clearly what the Supreme Buddha meant. And then she decided that she would help her husband, King Pasenadi. So she went to him and she said, king, tell me, the princess Vajiri, do you care about her? Do you love her? And the king said, of course I love her. I care about her a lot. And the queen Malika said, well, tell me, king, what if something were to happen to her? Would you be sad if something happened to her? If she died, would you be sad? And the king said, of course I would. It would be like my own life had ended if she were to pass away. It would be terrible. It would be so sad. And Queen Malika says, Well, King, this is exactly what the Supreme Buddha meant when he said that our loved ones are a cause of suffering in our lives. Our loved ones are a cause of crying and being sad. Then she asked, Do you love Lady Vassabha? another one of his wives? And he said, yes, of course. And she went through uh, other family members. And finally, she came to herself and said, you know, what if I were to pass away? Would that bother you? Would you be sad? And he said, of course, of course. It would be terrible. It would be like my own life had ended. And she said to him, well, King, this is exactly what the Supreme Buddha meant when he said that the people that we love are a cause of sadness and suffering in our lives. And the king was so moved, he understood so well, that he said, "Okay, I want to worship the Supreme Buddha. And he called someone to to give him water to wash his hands, and he washed his hands and face, and he bowed down in the direction of the monastery where the Supreme Buddha was living, and he said, Sadhu, Sadhu, Sadhu namo Tassa bhagavato arahato sama sambuddhasa – homage to the Blessed One, the Worthy One, the Perfectly Enlightened One. He said that three times. And this is what happens when someone hears the Supreme Buddha's Dhamma and it goes right to their heart. He was so fortunate that he had such a wise wife in Queen Malika to explain the Dhamma to him right? She didn't give up. She didn't say, well, I don't know what that means. Maybe I should pretend that the Supreme Buddha didn't say that, right? No, she investigated. She asked the Supreme Buddha. And if the Supreme Buddha wasn't around, she would have gone to one of his disciples and asked, what what do you think the Supreme Buddha meant when he said this? And this is the same kind of thing that we should do, too, because Many times, the Dhamma may not make a lot of sense to us. We may get confused when we hear something. Or we may be like the man who went to the Supreme Buddha and just flat out denied that the Supreme Buddha was right. Right? We don't want to be like that. We want to be like Queen Malika, who very thoughtfully investigated to find out the meaning of the Dhamma that she heard. And now that we've heard this teaching, we can think about our own lives as well. We can think, okay, what if something were to happen to my parents? Would I be sad or not? And we can think, well, if I'm sad, that's because I'm attached to them. It's because I don't think about every single day the fact that they could pass away at any time. Because when we think about it in that way, then we know okay, this is a reality, this is just a part of life, there's nothing that we can do to change that. We can still care about them, we can certainly still help them, and we can still love them, but we have to know that the more we're attached to them, the more sad we'll be when they pass away. That everyone who's born, even the Supreme Buddha, has to pass away at some time. So, the best thing that we can do is to continue to practice the Supreme Buddhist Dhamma, continue to investigate this Dhamma, continue to encourage the people that we love to practice the Dhamma, to learn the teachings, to practice meditation, right? to give up doing bad actions, to do good actions. All these things are ways that we can live in the world that won't cause us suffering, And will lead to happiness in this life and future lives as well. So may all of us remember this teaching from the Piyajatika Sutta. May we keep these teachings in mind. May we think about them again and again. May we lead our lives according to these teachings. And through the power of this merit, may we soon experience for ourselves the supreme bliss of Nibbana, in this Gautama Buddha's dispensation. Sad, sad, sad. Namo Maranasati. Mindfulness of Death. Turn to page 178 in your chanting book. Now we'll chant some ancient verses that can help us think wisely about mindfulness of death. Remember the man in the story we just heard who was so upset when his son passed away? I don't think that he had been practicing mindfulness of death very much because he was so shocked by his son's death. If we think deeply about these verses and really take the meaning into our hearts, we might avoid being in his situation. One of the verses says, If death could come in an instant, even to Supreme Buddha's, Pacheka Buddhas and Arahants endowed with great glory, prowess, merit, supernormal powers and wisdom, what could be said of me? This is a good thing to remember, isn't it? As great as the Supreme Buddha was, as great as the Arahants were, even they had to die one day. So, can we imagine that we and the people that we love could escape from death? No but we can learn to think about it wisely so we don't suffer. Now let's chant together.
2: Pavat dhīpa Sayu Sāyusant tīyākhayang Parupamāya sampasāng Bhava maranas satiṃ Life passes towards its end Like the flame of a lamp goes out by the wind, Seeing how others die, applying it to one's own life, One should develop mindfulness of death, Mahasampati sampatta yata satta tata aham marisāmi maranamam hessati. Just as beings that once enjoyed great prosperity are now dead even so one day i too will die death will indeed come to me uppatiya sahevedam marana agatam sada maranataya okasan Death has followed each and every birth. Therefore, like an executioner, death always seeks an opportunity to destroy my life. Isakhanganivattangtang Satatangamanusukang. Jeevitang udayatang suriyo viyadhavati Life without stopping a moment Ever keep on moving Runs on towards death Like the sun that travels to set Without stopping after it rises Vijjububbula usava Jalaraji Ghatakovariputasa Sabbattapi This life comes to an end like a streak of lightning, a bubble of water, a dewdrop on a leaf. Or a line drawn on water like an enemy. Death chases after one constantly. Death can never be avoided by any means. Suyasathama punyiddhi buddhi buddhi jinadvayam. Ghatesi khatu kata If death could come in an instant, even to supreme Buddhas, Pacheka Buddhas, and Narahans, endowed with great glory, proverbs merit, Supernormal powers and wisdom, what could be said of me? Pachayananchavekalya, bahirajhattu paddhava, maramorang nimesapi, marmano anukhananti, due to the change of supporting factors, Constant injuries arising, internally and externally. The life heads towards death, changing every instant. Death will come, one, in the twinkling of an eye. Sad, sad, sadhu. sadhu, sadhu.
0: We're so happy that you were able to join us today. We hope that you learned something new, and we really hope that you can use what you learned as you go about the rest of your day. You know, when we come together with our Kalyana Mitta, we get to think about really important things, and sometimes we have questions about the things that we learn, just like the wise Queen Malika. If you ever have any questions, you should not feel shy to ask your parents, and If they don't know the answer, then it's important that you ask the monks. We really love when kids ask us questions, because when you ask good Dhamma questions, we know for sure that you're thinking about important things. So, never feel shy to ask the monks questions. If you like, you can even click on the show notes link and send us a message. We'll try to answer your questions on the air. Now let's share Merit's. Today, by body, speech, and mind, we've done many wholesome actions that lead to good results in this life and future lives as well. And when we do these wholesome actions, we like for others to rejoice in them. So, may our teachers, our parents, our relatives, our friends, all rejoice in these merits. And through the power of this rejoicing and the power of these merits, may they soon experience for themselves the supreme bliss of Nibbāna. In this Gautama Buddha's dispensation, sad, 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 namo buddhaya.